Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, August 7th, 2019, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio broadcast, coming to you live from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is Dangerous by Design, the Coming Tsunami of Demonic Chaos. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and we bow down spiritually speaking, Lord God. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit be present here today to take the words out upon the airwaves, to go around the world, to do the work in the hearts of your people that you have prepared and ordained for this hour. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. And Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I may have eternal life as I walk with you, trust you, obey you, love you, and be ready, watching, and waiting for your imminent return. For we are here now at 11.59 and split seconds to that very event. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in Matthew chapter 24, verses 34 through 42, in which the Lord Jesus Christ himself is speaking of the events that are now soon and very soon to take place here on planet Earth. When he begins by stating, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of the day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Jesus then goes on to remind us of something very interesting when he further states, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. 
He says, for as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. Jesus goes on to say, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now, my friends, concerning the rapture, Jesus continues by stating, then shall two be in the field, one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, one shall be taken, the other left. Watch, therefore, Jesus said, for ye know not what hour your Lord doeth come. My friends, for those of you who have been with me since the beginning of 2019 and prior, you may remember that at the beginning of 2019, I told you that the Lord God, by way of his Holy Spirit and word, had conveyed to me that in this year called 2019, our goal as blood-bought, born-again, Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled, and led Christians was and still is to point all that the Lord God has set before us in the direction of a personal relationship with his one and only begotten son, who is the only hope and savior of the world and whose name is Jesus Christ. My friends, all things considered, it appears spiritually and prophetically speaking that we here in America are now entering into a, listen up, my friends, entering into a very dangerous time in our history, both physically and spiritually. Take, for instance, what Mr. Michael Snyder had to say about this time that we now find ourselves living in here at 11.59 and split seconds, just before the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of the world, who there again is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the same that will soon and very soon return in what is called the rapture to take from this present world all those who belong to him at his appearing. In an article that he wrote August 4th, 2019, titled, America is not going to be a free and open society any longer. Of which he thusly begins by stating, wherever a tragic and whenever a tragic uh, act of violence makes national headlines, the calls to give up more and more of our freedoms and liberties in exchange for the promise of increased security becomes deafening. He says that, but if we take another step towards uh, becoming an authoritarian so, uh, society, every time something horrible happens, eventually we won't have any of the basic liberties or freedoms that previous generations of Americans fought so hard for and to secure for us. Mr. Snyder then goes on to say, unfortunately, violence like uh, mine's, unfortunately, he says, voices like mine are becoming increasingly rare. The American people seem to want to 
uh, want a society that will shelter them from anything that could possibly go wrong. He then says, of course, there has never been such a society in all of human history, and we won't be able to create one, create one either. No governmental system can eliminate the problem of evil. And bad things sometimes happen to good people. And without a doubt, he says, the mass shootings that we witnessed over the weekend were absolutely horrific. In less than 24 hours, 29, shall we say at this point, plus Americans, American lives were lost between those two mass shootings. He says, and this has greatly shaken the entire nation. On Sunday, Americans woke up to news of a shooting rampage in an entertainment district in Dayton, Ohio, where a man wearing a body armor shot and killed nine people, including his own sister. Hours earlier, a 21-year-old man with a rifle entered a Walmart in El Paso and killed 20-plus people, my friends. Mr. Schneider then says, In a country that has become nearly numb to men with guns, in less than 24 hours were enough to leave. Let me back up for just a second. Mr. Schneider then says, In a country that has become nearly numb to men with guns, open Opening fire in schools, at concerts, and in churches. The back-to-back bursts of gun violence in less than 24 hours were enough to leave the public stunned and shaken. Sadly, he says, these are not isolated incidents. As our society has become less moral or decent or honest, my friends, is what that word means, We have seen an escalation of violence all over the country. He says, according to USA Today, so far, listen up, my friends, in 2019, there have been more mass shootings than days in the the year. My friends, a mass shooting consists of uh, four or more people being shot, okay, and others being wounded. So he says, according to USA Today, where a gunman showed up today at their headquarters, I don't really know what the outcome of that was, but definitely it was in the news. According to USA Today, so far in 2019, there have been more mass shootings than days in the year. As gunmen ripped through America in an unprecedented 24 hours, a bleak milestone in a nation pocked by gun violence was marked. There have been 251 mass shootings in 2019, according to the Gun Violence Archive. A shooting spree early Sunday at an entertainment district in Dayton, Ohio, which left at least nine dead and more than two dozen injured, notched an even darker statistic It occurred on the 216th day of the year, meaning there have been more mass shootings than days so far this year. They just said that there had been 251 
mass shootings since the beginning of 2019, my friends. Mr. Snyder then shares, as I have been warning for years, the thin veneer of civilization that we all take for granted is steadily disappearing. He continues by pointing out that at one time you could walk down the streets in a community in America without worrying that somebody would suddenly gun you down. But that is no longer a safe assumption, he says, just before going on to say, and in some areas, things are getting really, really bad. Just check out, he says, what happened in Chicago over the weekend. In Chicago, at least three people have been killed and 37 more injured since Friday evening in shootings within city limits, including 22 people shot Sunday in less than four hours. The Chicago Sun-Times reported. Mr. Snyder goes on to point out that, in particular, a mass shooting that took place near uh, a children's playground was particularly uh, tragic. As the Epic News' Jack Phillips reports, at least seven people were shot and wounded on August 4th as they gathered near a children's playground on Chicago's west side. The people gathered at 1.20 a.m., which I do find that very interesting why you might be doing that. Uh, as they stood in the park on 2900 West Roosevelt Road with a, when a person fired from a black Chevy Camaro, said Chicago police. So why didn't this mass shooting get the same kind of coverage that um, the other mass shootings received? says Mr. Schneider, who then goes on to say, could it be that it is because it did not neatly fit the agenda that the mainstream media is trying to promote? The city of Baltimore, says Mr. Schneider, is another major American city where violence is completely and utterly out of control. In fact, there is only one nation on the entire planet, he says, that has a higher homicide rate than Baltimore. Only one country in the world has a higher per capita homicide rate than the city of Baltimore. According to World Atlas, the murder capital of the globe is Honduras where there are 90.4 homicides per 100,000 people. This piece continues by stating Baltimore, with 56 homicides per 100,000 people, edges out the number two spot ahead of Venezuela, where there are 53.7% homicides per 100,000 people. As the violence across our country continues to escalate, says Mr. Snyder, the calls to, to restrict our Second Amendment rights are going to become overwhelming. But taking away our Second Amendment rights, he says, is not going to solve the problem. Instead, it will just take the guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens. As he approaches the close, my friends, of his piece, Mr. Snyder as well states, the truth is that the El Paso shooter uh, picked a gun-free zone for a reason. When they, 
when they know that their targets will be sitting ducks, that just makes things even easier for the mass shooter. I have another thought on that, my friends. It's called a false flag, but we'll talk about that on another day. It doesn't mean people didn't die, but there's a thing called false flag. And that is the real reason that they did and picked what they did to do this shooting and a whole lot of others. As Mr. Snyder continues sharing, he says, and the bad guys will always find a way to get guns, which is absolutely correct, my friends. They're not law-abiding citizens, so they don't care if guns are legal or illegal. They're going to have them no matter what. He says, just look at the city of Chicago. They have some of the harshest gun laws in the entire nation, but they also lead the country in gun deaths. Unfortunately, says Mr. Snyder, logic doesn't tend to work with those who love authoritarianism. He then goes on to say, whenever something happens, they want the government to do something. And that something almost always involves eroding our most basic rights. Mr. Snyder ends this piece by stating, I wish that it wasn't true. But this is where our country is headed. He says America, uh, Americans have been trained to believe that the government should take care of them from cradle to the grave and should do all that it can to shield them from everything that can possibly happen in life. Sadly, he says, every time such a totalitarian utopia has been attempted, Throughout human history, it has always ended very badly. And that will be the case here as well. And my friends, on that most chilling and thought-provoking note, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our quest in the unraveling of Dangerous by Design, the coming tsunami of demonic Chaos. Lord, I'm ready now. I'm waiting for your triumphant return. the harvest for the days are few you're coming soon so people get ready jesus is
get ready. Jesus is coming. Will you be ready to go with him when he arrives? You only have one chance to get it right. My friends, as we move into the second part of today's broadcast, there are a few things that I would like, want, and need to put you in remembrance of. First of all, in the year 2018, yes, 2018, The Lord God mandated that it would be the year of calamity, which when translated means disaster, upheaval, heartbreak, and the word that stood out to me was the most, was that the word calamity translates to the word tribulation. And I do believe that's why in the beginning that the Lord gave it to me as the mandate, which began in 2018. 2018 was the year of calamity. Moving forward in time to the God-given mandate for the year 2019, as given to me by way of the small, still voice of the Lord God's Holy Spirit, This time last year, my friends, on August 18th, 2018, of which the Lord God simply said that the year 2019 would be, and most certainly is, my friends, the year that calamity continues. With that said, There again, my friends, let us not lose sight of the fact that the word calamity, when translated, becomes the word tribulation. And it is exactly what we are now beginning to see take place, such as never before, as we as a nation find ourselves with each passing moment of each and every passing day delving deeper and deeper into it. Calamity, tribulation. And it is for this very reason, my friends, that the Lord God, who knows the end from the beginning, at the start of 2019, there again warned us that the time that we now find ourselves living in is as in the days of Noah. It is also for this fact that the Lord God pointed out to me that people need to listen up first, my friends, that people need to hear, know, and accept 
the Lord Jesus Christ as their only way of escape, for the times are very evil. My friends, we must be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who is none other than Jesus Christ in the rapture. Because the time that we now find ourselves living in, people are waking up on any given day, my friends, to go to school, Walmart, or actually any place in general. Even just sitting or driving in their cars or walking down the street. Soon, they find that they have entered into their eternity never to return to their homes or families again. My friends, in 1977, in the year 1977, the Lord God in a vision dream not only showed me this very day that we now find ourselves living in, he spoke to me audibly in the dream concerning his displeasure with the heart and actions of mankind as a whole. This vision dream opens with me first walking in a breezeway at my old grade school. This breezeway was a sidewalk that was in the shape of a grassy square. The covered sidewalks gave access to the classrooms, and in the center of this space, there was a grassy area that could be crisscrossed. As I'm walking down the sidewalk in this school, suddenly the scene changes and I find myself walking on a busy New York City street sidewalk at what appears to be rush hour. The people on the street were in their own little world scurrying about mindlessly in a very big hurry. My friends, These people were even speaking on cell phones the size that we now have today, which was not even available in 1977. I found myself at almost a trot to keep up with the flow so that I would not get ran over. Suddenly, I noticed that the man in front of me was wearing a black trench coat. And about the time that I made that observation, he abruptly stopped in front of me to the point that if the Holy Spirit had not stopped me in my tracks, I would have ran right into the back of him. I would have run right into the back of him. When the man stopped in front of me, he just turned to the right where the cars were driving and people were crisscrossing the street He then just lifted his hands out in front of him, of which were holding a gun, and began to aimlessly, indiscriminately, and rapidly discharge the firearm into the crowd. Now, as the gun began to fire, with each sounding of each of the shots, it began to turn from the darkest of black to the brightest of bright light. So much so that you could not begin to focus your eyes. In other words, 
it began to flash from blinding darkness to blinding light. And with every sounding of the gun and flashing from dark to light, the booming voice, booming, my friends, and thunderous voice of the Lord God began to sound from the halls of heaven. And he said, quote, I am sick and tired of the way you people have done. Though this vision dream took place 42 years ago, my friends, this past weekend, I was reminded of it, as I am many times. And at the same time, for the very first time ever, I was prompted by way of the Lord God's Holy Spirit to warn all that this time of evil is now upon the people and nation that is called America. My friends, at the beginning of today's show, I shared with you that Jesus reminded us from the very word of God of something very interesting, I said, when he said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Jesus continued by sharing, For as in the days uh, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered in to the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. Jesus goes on to say, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. My friends, the word of the Lord God tells us in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 3, that a prudent or wise man, in other words, foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. The Lord God lists in his word found in Genesis chapter 6, verses 5, 11, and 12, as to just why the time of the coming of the Son of Man, who is Jesus Christ, at the rapture, is likened unto the time of the days of Noah. For it says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continuously. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth and beheld it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. Now, my friends, that which the Lord God is speaking of here concerns all upon the face of this planet that do not know the one and only true and living God, nor serve his one and only begotten Son, 
who is Jesus Christ. For the Lord God, there again in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 3, just stated that a prudent or wise man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. My friends, all who know who the one and only true and living God is, and who at the same time love, trust, serve, and obey his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, are as those spoken of in Isaiah chapter 26, verses 20 through 21, of which states, Come, my people, enter now into thy chambers, and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself as it were, as it were, for a little moment, until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. For those who are walking in sin, my friends. The earth also shall disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. My friends, what the Lord God really had me to focus on at the beginning of this year, as far as a message that he wanted me to continuously sprinkle throughout this year, is that soon and very soon a person that does not make their steadfast choice to there again love, trust, serve, and obey his one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ. They will, in their very near future, find themselves as the people who lived in the days of Noah that perished. Which, my friends, at that time was the entire world at large outside of Noah and his seven family members, of whom God preserved. Remember, my friends, the word of God states concerning the world that perished, that they went about with the life they had chosen, of which did not have a regard for the things of God. And they did this until the day that Noah entered into the ark and they, the world at large, as the word of God states, knew not until the flood came and took them all away. The Lord God then reminds us by way of his word from the mouth of his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ, that so shall it also, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. My friends, what I am sent here today to tell you is that you have no idea when you may take your last breath here among the land of the living. Nor does any one of us know the day or the hour that the Lord Jesus Christ will return in his unexpected to the godless, ungodly, and unsaved world at large, in the rapture. So therefore, 
And you know what I say about therefore? I say, see what it's there for. And in this case, it is there for you to know, my friends, that you need to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who is none other than Jesus Christ. For if you are not, my friends, you will be left behind to suffer the tyrannical rule and reign of Satan's Antichrist, the mark of the beast, and the false prophet. Only to at the end of the 42 months or the time of great tribulation be slain by way of the sword of the word out of the mouth of the Lord Jesus when he returns with us who went in the rapture at his second coming to first cast the Antichrist beast and false prophet alive, as the word of God says, into the lake of fire followed by the casting in of all those who took part in and relied upon the ways of Satan by the taking of the mark of the beast, my friends, instead of asking the Lord Jesus Christ while they had time to forgive them of their sins and entering into a personal relationship with him, who there again is the only Savior of the world and whose name is Jesus Christ. My friends, it is for this very reason that the Lord God tells us in his word to seek him while he may be found that today is the day of salvation. Because my friends, there are things that you can only do and these are two of them while you're in the land of the living. And the reason that they are important is because your very eternity depends upon whether or not you seek the Lord God and receive his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ as your one and only savior and way of escape from the wrath of God that is soon to be poured out upon all others who chose not the Lord Jesus Christ as their way of escape, but chose Satan instead. The minute you die, my friends, you are forever sealed as to whom you will serve for all eternity. What does that mean? Well, it means that if you were walking with the Lord Jesus Christ when you drew your last breath or he returned in the rapture, you will forever be with him. But if you are outside of a personal relationship with him, you will forever be cast into the lake of fire at the end of all things. With all who had no regard for the Lord God and his one and only begotten son, who there again is Jesus Christ. Here's the deal. The word of God states in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, should not perish. That's a promise. 
but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, might be saved. It says might be saved because you have a free will. You're either going to go with the Lord Jesus Christ or you're going to the lake of fire. He that believeth on him, who is Jesus Christ, the word of God says, is not condemned. But he that believeth not in the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends, the word of God says, is condemned already. So if you want to keep on going to hell and find yourself eventually into the lake of fire, just keep on doing what you're doing because you're already condemned if you're not walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the last part of that word says, and it's all because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. My friends, you know, in other religions, they're uh, worshiping Buddha and they're worshiping sticks and stones and uh, false gods of all types of shapes and even invisible gods that don't even exist. They're dead. They're idols. But Jesus Christ came to be fully God and fully man, to be our example as to what we needed to do to get to eternal life. Both in his life and in his death, he showed us how it was possible that we could walk with him for all eternity. In John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, Jesus continues by making this promise to all that love, trust, and obey him. When he says, let not your heart be troubled, you believe in God. Believe also in me, Jesus said. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, Jesus said, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also, and whither I go, ye know, and the way, ye know, or the method on how to get there, ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way or the method? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, I am the method, I'm the truth of God, and I'm eternal life. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said, and no man comes unto the Father but by me. And as for how we make this commitment unto the Lord Jesus Christ, well, it is found in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, where the Apostle Paul had the honor of writing God's road uh, plan and perfect plan and only plan through the blood of Jesus Christ that gets us to eternal life. And it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, or I say right living in Jesus Christ, and the word of God goes on to say, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, which is your way escape of escape through the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. 
For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What is the name of the Lord, my friends? The name of the Lord is Jesus Christ. God is a spirit, but he sent his son and his name is Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one of God. He is the Messiah. He's the soon coming king. He's the prince of prince. My friends, he's the only savior of all mankind. So why do we need to be saved or covered spiritually speaking by the blood of the Lord Jesus? Well, it is because the word of God tells us in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's why we're all born into sin and we have to be redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, spiritually speaking. And the word of God as well tells us in Romans chapter 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Those are the reasons that you need to be saved, my friends. Very clear from the mouth of God to the ears of all mankind. The word of God also tells us what happens to all who do not receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior and is found in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, where John the Revelator begins by stating, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened. You might notice that it said the books were opened. Those are the volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes upon volumes of books written with the names of all those who are going to the lake of fire. And there is another book, one book. It says, and another book was open, which is the book of life. Okay, my friends, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, which means it belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, as you do when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and your only way of escape from that, which is going to take everybody else out on this planet to the lake of fire. There is only one book. All the names will be written there. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And look, you'll notice what it says next. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. The dead, both physically dead at this point and spiritually dead because they do not have the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works, not the work that the, G the Lord Jesus Christ did by going to the cross and shedding his precious and holy blood for us to have uh, salvation, my friends, or, of a way of an, or a way of escape. No, no, no. In the books, you're going to be judged by, hey, I'm a good person. Hey, I didn't kill anybody, uh, you know, but, you know, you're still a sinner. You didn't walk with the Lord. 
he's got his uh, he's got his measuring stick, my friends, and it's all done by the Lord Jesus Christ. If you do not have the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, and that means you live for Him, so you're just a little bit different than the uh, common Tom, Dick, and Harry that are out on the streets cussing, carrying on, shooting people. Uh, drinking, perusing, you know, there's the endless things that the world does, my friends. Lying, cheating, stealing, on and on and on. That is not a part of the kingdom of God. It's all a part of the kingdom of darkness that belongs to Satan and will eventually end up in the lake of fire. My friends, it says, then it says, the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. Remember, some religions believe you get to heaven by good works. Wrong. You only get to heaven by doing what the Lord God tells us to do in his word, which is to receive his one and only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ, as your only way of escape. And you are to live for him so that others will see the goodness in you that comes from the father. And then they will glorify the father because they see Jesus working in you. And those are the good deeds that the Lord honors. But if they're not done, uh, by a person who's walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, they're of none effect. They're of none effect. They're worthless. They're, our righteousness is of as filthy rags, the word of God says. It's the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ that gets us eternal life, my friends. And it says, death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. That's the place of death and the grave, my friends. This is the second death, says the word of God. Now per people have died both physically and spiritually. This is where it takes over the fact that now when a person has suffered the second death because they never received the Lord Jesus Christ, they're now in the lake of fire. They were in hell and then they were transferred to the lake of fire. My friends, once you're in the lake of fire, and once you're in hell, it's too late. But once you are ultimately in the lake of fire, that's where you will be for eternity. And you will then be cut off from God, Jesus Christ, God's Holy Spirit, and all those who tried to tell you that you needed a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ to enter the halls of heaven, which now you will be looking up into seeing all the people that tried to ever tell you that you needed a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and will be part of your torment for all eternity. But the fact is, is they will never know that you're even missing from the kingdom of God because there is no sorrow, there is no tears, there is no evil, there's no darkness. There's no darkness in turning with the Lord God, my friends. Once you make the kingdom of God uh, eternally, you're forever with the Lord. And once you make the grave and end up in hell because you didn't have the Lord Jesus Christ, you're just on your way to the lick of fire. And my friends, the word of God bears that out as well. It says, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And it goes on to say one last thing, which is the last thing of all last things. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Do you think that one verse that says 
whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire is clear enough to tell you that if you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, when you leave this place or the Lord Jesus Christ comes back in the rapture, that you are on your way to the lake of fire? What you do with that, my friends, is solely, wholly, and totally up to you. It's called free will. You will choose in whom you will serve for all eternity. And it is for this very reason, my friends, that Jesus Christ himself gave this invitation in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22. And is where Jesus begins by stating, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That door that Jesus is talking about is the door of your heart. Jesus said, If any man hear my voice and open the door, open the door of your heart. Jesus said, I will come in to him and will sup with him. And he with me, which means dine. It's a very personal thing, my friends. Jesus said, to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also, Jesus said, overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. My friends, now this throne thing right here it's not, you're, gonna, you're not going to be sitting on Jesus' lap or something crazy. This word translates to power. We will rule and reign throughout the thousand-year millennial kingdom time with the Lord Jesus Christ if we're ready to go when he calls us out of this world. It says, I will come into him and will sup with him or dine with him and he with me, Jesus said. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne or power, my friends. Even as I, Jesus said, also overcame. What are you overcoming? You're overcoming the devil and the world and the things of the world, my friends, by not going with them. Even as I, Jesus said, also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne, or his power, my friends. Jesus said, he that has an ear, which would be a spiritual ear to see and hear with, my friends, spiritual eyes and ears to see and hear with, he says, let him hear what the Spirit, and it has a capital S, meaning the Holy Spirit, saith unto the churches. And my friends, churches are people, they're not buildings. So take that into consideration as well. And with that said, my friends, since we now know that we're entering a time and as the days roll by, you will see it grow darker and darker, my friends. Now that we are entering a time that is prophetically being rendered by the mouths of those that the Lord God is sending to speak the word about, and I am not alone, my friends, I've already heard many that walk in the prophetic, saying exactly what I'm saying to you here today, that America has now entered into a time that is very evil, 
And the world gets a lot smaller when everybody down at the Walmart starts getting shot. So we never know when this kind of evil could come very close to home. Whether you're good or bad, it could happen to you or to someone in your family. We need to be ready and we need to be asking our families to do the same. For the Lord God wants no one to perish, my friends. Neither do I. That is why I'm here today. With that said, if you've never asked the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, ask him today, for tomorrow may be too late for you, my friends. Even this evening, when you go to Walmart, may be too late. With that said, my friends, if you'd like to pray the prayer of salvation, it comes from your heart, not your mind. Okay, so if today you feel the pricking of the Holy Spirit in your spirit telling you, you better get ready because you just never know what's coming up. Then that's your call today to get ready. And with that said, let us pray the prayer of salvation. It's a prayer of salvation. It's not a formula. It's your heart meshing with the heart of God through God's spirit. He wants to draw you near and close to him. With that said, let us pray. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne this day and bow down and thank you for the gift of your one and only begotten son, who is none other than the Lord and only savior of all mankind. And his name is Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne and I bow down and I know that I am a sinner in need of a savior. Lord Jesus, you can see my heart this very hour. You know the end from the beginning that I am here to be serious about my walk with you. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would forgive me of my sins this very hour. Begin to shape me and mold me by the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit. Help me to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for myself that I will be ready watching and waiting for your imminent return in the rapture. Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you have promised. And I know that today you have received me as your child. And I thank you for that. Holy Spirit, have your way in my life from this day forward. Teach me. Bring all things to my remembrance that I have need of. And in these words I say, I ask it all in Jesus' precious and holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. My friends, now live it. Don't just walk away. You don't marry somebody at the altar and then go to separate homes. You have to know the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to get into the word. Begin with the book of John and know who the Lord Jesus Christ is now that you have asked him to be your savior. And with that said, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace, shalom, and blessings until we meet again, either over here or over there. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world. Take your Bible off the shelf. Read the book of Revelations for yourself. 
Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?